Alright, so this is a little, I guess, bonus segment, if you could call it that. This is called State of Mind, so I like to get a New York-centric point of view from all the people that I interview and, and all their opinions and whatnot. So, my question to you is, what what is your overall opinion on the music scene in New York? Um, and how do you think that it is, I guess, perceived? How you perceive it? Just all those things. Oh, I feel like the... Well, the thing about... um. Music scene in New York is when you're when you're a New Yorker, anyone that tries the area, wherever you're at, what you see and what you're witnessing seems bigger than what it really is. So, a lot of these artists that are emerging, you know, we hear their songs all the time on the radio. So for me, it's re-emerging because we're hearing less and less of out like less and less of outsiders like people that aren't from the trust area we're hearing less of them although they're still very popular we still listen to them and whatnot but now we have our own artists to listen to like you know like Dave V say A Boogie Don Q Young and May um uh damn I can't even remember anyone else at the top oh Cardi B you know what I'm saying Cardi B's flying right now had a great 2017 confidence gonna roll over 2018 um but if you like I went to LA recently probably like in November um didn't really listen to much of the radio, but every time I did, I didn't really hear anyone from anywhere else. Like, well, not from the East Coast, definitely. But uh, over yeah. here, we hear Kendrick Lamar on the radio. We hear um, Kodak Black on the radio. We hear Chris Brown on the radio. You understand what I'm saying? We, we hear a lot of outside artists, but we don't hear too much of our own artists. But well now we are now we are because basically you know we hear a boogie on a song with Chris Brown. Yeah, that's Cardi no B got her song rocking right now, Nicki Minaj. Um, you know, we still have ASAP Mob, Jay Z, Jada Kiss, Fabulous. We still have vets in the game as well as guys that's been in the game for a long time. So I don't feel like New York was ever dead and gone. It just probably wasn't being looked at as much as it is now. But we do have a lot of like I said, like a lot of emerging artists coming up pushing the culture and New York hip-hop forward. And it's coming back, like, it's coming, hip-hop, generally, it's coming back to lyrics. Although that drug music and all that stuff is very popular, but on all in all, people want to hear that. You know what I'm saying? Lyrics, things with content, substantial content. How do you, what do you think about, I feel like there's a trend of artists feeling as if they have to go to one of these cities. You mentioned it, L.A., Atlanta. They feel like they have to go to these places in order to get on. Like, what... I'm trying to figure out what exactly changed so that way, like, all the focus came away from New York, even though New York is still kind of, media-wise, still the center of hip-hop. Which is so strange. And I can't really... I don't really understand it that much myself, but I can tell you one thing. It is a support system. It is support in terms of support, and you see it every day. Like, there's dudes that are fans of, and you know, it's not really your fault or their fault that they don't relate to your music as much, but it's crazy because they'll support an outsider more than, you know, a dude that lives down, you know, down the block for them just doing a thing. For some reason, somehow, it's weird. It's just, it's just a support system. I don't know why people feel like they'll get. Because, you know, we see how Atlanta works. But those are, you know, people, 
we see how they work. Even Two Chain said in the episode of Everyday Struggle, like there'll all be there'll be a big ass studio, four rooms in it. They'll be like, oh shit, it's such and such. Yo, what's up? Let's yada yada yada. But at the same time, Atlanta, from what I hear, it's very small of a place. You don't know who you you bump into anybody any day. New York, New York is vast. Five boroughs. Brooklyn itself could be its own fucking state. Yeah. Shit is huge. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you feel me? The Bronx, whole bunch of size. North, East, West. Yep. Manhattan, small but huge because there's so much things going on going on around there. Yep. Um, a lot of dudes really do feel like they have to go outside to bubble up, then feel like someone over here is gonna pick it up. Then they come back, and it's like okay, but. I don't know. It's kind of I can't really call it like it's weird. I know of a couple artists that's made that move, that's done that move, and it's helped for some of them too. Also, you want to go outside sometimes because the market ain't as high for an artist. Like it's smaller, it's more compressed, so you'll get noticed and picked up more. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like you go to a like think of it like a NC like NCAA man. A lot of kids don't go to college. There's three divisions, a shitload of schools. You go outside, you go, uh, you play overseas. Granted, it's a lot of countries, but you'll shine, and that's what you look. That's what you're looking to do. You're looking to shine and get picked up. It's a shitload of artists, and you know, and niggas every day fucking decide to pick it up, pick up a mic, pick up something, just start right. rapping. And some of these niggas fly off the hinges, and some niggas are still. Just right there and staring at the door. Can't really go nowhere. Right. But yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. Can't really call it. Like for some, it, for some, it works in their favor. For some, it doesn't. But you know, that's what it is. So I feel like, I feel like with a lot of the newer artists now, it's starting to take more of a how would I say this? A like more grimy, more grimy, more more uh, uh, a street approach. Kind of. Kind of very similar to what artists in Chicago did with with drill music. How it's just like a bunch of your bunch of your niggas in there, mm. just you know doing their own thing. Like a lot, I think that really, I think that trend really started with Bobby Shmurda, and now all you know, what I'm saying it's only only evolved since then. A big example to me probably is uh is a Gummo or mm. or Kuda. How it's just like. Videos really, just really, yeah, just straight. But, but more, but more than that, I feel like it's also it's evolved from something that's kind of copied that style to something that's become very New York. Like, you know, what I'm saying if you look, if you look at something like Cuda, they over here wilding out, you know, hopping over turnstiles and shit and all this other shit. So, like, what do you feel about how you know, what I'm saying how artists are bringing back that feeling? Because I also feel like. Back in the day, you also had those that feeling, especially with um, groups such as Dipset, where they yeah, bought those Dipset, New York vibes. Back to Cypress Hill, yeah, fucking uh, Rough Riders, all of that. Yeah, I feel like in everything, and I just, I just mean this is just generally nothing, nothing's really original. Everything's just like it's just remixed. Yeah, you you know you take an idea, you build up off of it, and you create something more fresh, but it still reflects to that idea. But that's in every, you know, we mobbing DVDs, man. Uh, even when uh, Smack was doing his thing, fucking Smack. I forgot this other dude's name, bro. Oh yeah, the dude that made we mobbing DVDs. I forgot, I forgot his name though. But um, all the roles, and then you, you know, you see it now with videos, freestyles, all that shit. 
A hundred fucking niggas deep, you feel me? The hundred niggas. For some reason, it's also, t- for me, you know, I don't know if you heard, I've seen, you've seen um, Casanova's movie. Yeah, yeah, movie. yeah, same, uh, same set trip and same yeah, shit. same shit. But for me, in a way, you know, emerging up and coming, it's good marketing. Why? Because for every person in that video is a share. So you're reaching out to every person in that video's demographic. Like, this person's going to put it on his gram. Oh, yeah. You're like, yo, I was in that video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick me out. Check me out. Everyone's going to share it. You know what I'm saying? So, up and coming, it's a smart idea. Um, Does it get old? It's crazy. It does get old, but it doesn't. Like, it's weird because it's still fresh new faces. Uh, Especially with Takashi 6ix9ine. Them niggas was like 50 deep in the subway. You feel me? Yeah. I would have been tight coming out of work. And right. having to deal with that shit, you feel me? Like, right. Cause the guy, I don't know. I've been with but, with six nine. Definitely, he had a he had a video. He had a song with Bodega Bams. This is before the face tats and all of that. Not before the face tats. Probably fairly like three four years ago. He had the scene where they're inside the train station. He's done that before, but they're inside the train instead. And the shit, the scene was wild though. Like he's hanging upside down from the motherfucking, uh, you know, yeah. the handlebars or some Showtime shit. But, um, yeah, uh, like I said, it's just a remixed idea. I don't even know if I answered your question. <laughs> nah, 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 that's good, that's good, that's good.